Welcome to another episode of the Side Yard Sidebar. This week, we speak with Zach Peterson, an entrepreneur and owner of the Tattooed and Successful brand. We chat about starting your own brand, tattoos, and football injuries. Now, we know that you may listen to these episodes while your kids are around, so we do want to let you know that this episode does contain some explicit language. We like our visitors to be authentic, and so this is our disclaimer to you. Now, we know you're going to love this episode because we had a ton of fun recording it, so enjoy. Let's go! Welcome to the Side Yard Sidebar. Grab your drink of the night and pull up a chair. Make yourself comfortable as we bring you discussion with substance and some of the best visitors from Boise and beyond. This is the Side Yard Sidebar. Welcome to the Side Yard Sidebar. This is your host, Zach, and I am here with your producer and co-host of the podcast, Dusty. What's Great up? to be here with you tonight. I'm yeah. very excited. Uh, let's go right into the drink of the night. Tonight I have water, and I'm guessing you have water as well. I do. But that's just a I was asked okay. uh, today, one of our listeners said, what are you drinking because you're on this Code Red diet? Or this code red ten pound takedown challenge, I said, "Oh, I'm drinking water." Really? Yeah, I'm drinking. Water. <laughs> I'm not lying to you at all. Now you might have said this before, but just to remind me, it, it, that's the only thing you can drink, right? You're trying to drink a certain amount each day, and then, or can you yeah. have coffee or something? Or yeah, you can else? do coffee. Okay, but yeah, it's it's water with no sweeteners. No, just heavy cream. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, so I'm. This is my gallon right here. Well, while we're talking about it, what's the update? Uh, ten pound takedown. Down ten pounds, as of already. Today. Yeah, there you go. It's been what thirteen days. So you're gonna be losing a lot more than it sounds like, yeah. or at least maintaining that. Yeah. So yeah, I posted that with Caitlin and I. Christy commented right back, like, "Nice awesome. work." So what's your last day of the challenge for the official? Because it was thirty days, right? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know thirty days. <laughs> 15 more days, okay. 17 days, something like that. Awesome. I don't know. I'm just, it's good. I'm not hungry. I avoided pizza tonight because my family went to Idaho Pizza and I had a nice salad. So you went there with them and still just Stayed had strong. salad. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, good for you. Continued so success on the second half of the journey there. Yep. And um, I wanted to give a quick update from the basketball game. We did see some side yard supporters there. We had the district. Uh, finals with Rocky Mountain High versus Bora High. Um, a great crowd. Tons of people were out there. And Rocky Mountain came out really strong. They've got a lot of guys that are super tall. They had the length. Um, probably a better athletes in a way, you know, top to bottom in terms of their roster. And jumped out to a big lead. Right before half, they were up uh, like 26 to 10. And Bora was able to get it back to uh, to a 10-point deficit at halftime. And I was thinking it was going to be a long game, but Bora came out in the second half, definitely started to attack a lot of hustle, getting better shots and making the open shots they had. And with, it was, I, I think either like three or four minutes left in the, in the game, Bora was, got it to four points, but then they were just being point, scrappy. Just, yeah, going just for hustle. It. Um, also coming out in the second half, Rocky was, in my opinion, getting a little uh, flustered 
and like making some mistakes you didn't see in the first half. And so Bora, yeah, they just really made a nice comeback. They would go on runs, you know, maybe 4-0, 6-0 run and, and bring this, the score close. Um, but the the length of Rocky, I mean, some of those guys, they've got two two of their starters that are just huge. And they can all dribble. They can all shoot pretty well. So it was just too much. But uh, I give a lot of credit to Bora, the effort, the hustle. And both teams are moving to the state championship or the state finals. So we'll see uh, how both of them do. And good luck to both. Is How did Austin Bolt do compared to those tall guys? Was he holding his own? Were they shutting him down? Uh, Bolt was doing well. He, he, the thing that I like about him is the energy is always there. The hustle's always there. And so even though like he he got blocked one time or he would get kind of beat out for a rebound just, you know, based on their height, and he never stopped. And so you couldn't really see the results in the whole first half. He would get rebounds, had a couple nice scores, but the second half, that's when you saw the results because all of a sudden he he still had the energy and the hustle. That dude and doesn't he's stop. getting to the ball. He's getting diving on the floor. He's getting his teammates pumped up and then you could see the results of his impact on the game so nice yeah good shout out to him and bora and then also to rocky i mean they had had it on their home floor and they won so nice job good tournament luck to starts teams. thursday out at the nampa the ford center right yeah or, the fifth sixth and seventh so yeah. they you know thursday it's the gonna be the final eight teams go down to the final four friday and then the championship saturday so you've got to win you know three days back to back to yeah. uh, get the the championship. And we take our kids out on Thursday because we can sit right behind the bench. And then oh, on yeah. Friday, you have to scoot a little bit back. And then by Saturday, you're sitting up in the nosebleeds unless you're there super early. Yeah. So And they have the other, like, so 5A is the last game of the night, but the 4A is before that, the 3A. And so the fans from those other games are there, but they might, you know, if you don't have a, any team in the hunt and you just want to go out and watch basketball could show up in the afternoon and watch oh, yeah. every single final it's pretty fun so we've had a good time with we, we, we've done that like what four three years four years yeah it's been going strong it's fun i enjoy it and that was the reason to start this podcast exactly last year yeah at this time and we're like okay let's do it and now we're here and now we're here so well let's get things going and <laughs> yeah. introduce everybody to our visitor of the week we have zach peterson here with us and Zach, tell us what your drink of the night is, and then for all of our listeners, if you can give a short bio, couple minutes, just so people know who you are. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I got Crater Lake. Uh, it's a rock and rye. Um, it's kind of a pre-mixed, old-fashioned in a way. It's kind of light, but uh, it's it's not bad, honestly. I never had it before, so I appreciate the the donation of the whiskey. Yeah, it's not bad. No complaints. Yeah, that's the only rock and rye that they sell in, like at least in Boise in the liquor stores. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so um, little bio. I grew up here, born and raised. Well, not born here, but raised here. Uh, born in Peoria, Illinois, but raised here. Um, went to high school here. Went to a bunch of JUCOs around Idaho. The whole joke is I went to every school in Idaho. I didn't, but <laughs> but that's I almost went to every college in Idaho. Um, I was a hooper in college, and then outside of college, uh, I worked in the supplement industry for a little bit with Muscle Farm and Rhino Rush, um, 
and then kind of bounced around jobs mostly because I couldn't I couldn't really shut off that I wanted to do my own thing. So I mean, I wasn't the greatest employee at any particular place, but it was because I usually pushed the system and tried to manipulate things that I thought would make the business go better and which as a young ambitious person isn't the best thing to do. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to be a cog in the machine, not not pushing the envelope, but um, it's kind of the personality that I have and I just wasn't able to shut it off. So that why it was really good for me to eventually branch out and do my own thing, which um, I started uh, an investment company in 2016 to invest in small pieces of land, real estate, housing, other small businesses that were trying to grow. And then in 2018, I started Tattooed and Successful with one of my best friends. And um, that kind of just took off for us. Um, it's just me now. He's out of the business. Um, it was a good parting of ways, not a, not a bad situation. His life went in a different direction. Um, quite literally, he went to the East Coast. So <laughs> uh, it just ended up being my kind of thing. And uh, it's done really well. It's been awesome doing it. Uh, the stories I've gotten to meet with people. Um, the interaction you get with people when you go to tattoo conventions or fashion things or just even wearing it out on the streets. The best thing to do is to wear wear a T-shirt that says Tattoo and Successful on it and walk through an airport. Really? Yeah, just the conversations you can have with people. It's just super interesting. Or just even the looks you can get, which is a conversation in itself in a way. You can oh. watch them look at it, and then they look at it again, and then they glance back at it, and then they kind of give you the huh like what is that <laughs> do you have a story for us like that you can think of off the top of your head from an airport interaction um or if there's some like little old lady that comes up to you and says tell me more yeah the <laughs> one you always get and and you probably have had this one like every it seems like every person without tattoos when they see a tattoo on you, they want to ask you why. Like, why did you get that? What's the meaning? What's the story? Like, there's yeah. some giant story between, behind every piece that you've ever gotten on your body. Whereas you meet someone that has tattoos, and they're like, oh, I like that piece. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, it's the end of the conversation. <laughs> but you meet that's someone that doesn't have it, and they, they expect, like, a, a full biblical verse about why you got something. Right. Everything does boil down to the Bible at some yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. They think everything has some sort of, like, massive meaning. You know, now, it's like, in the shop, what is, what's the mix of people coming in to just get something and, like, it does have this massive meaning? I feel, like every, to, I feel like everybody that gets their first tattoo, it's for a really specific meaning. Okay. Yeah. Like, mine was a cross on my back. Uh, I was raised Catholic, got a Catholic cross, got a Roman Catholic cross on my back. First tattoo. Okay. Second the, time. So first timers, it, it's gonna have. Yeah, it seems like it's always okay. it's always like it's always like text or something super specific to like their life. Okay. So mine was the Roman Catholic cross, and then my second one was my sister's birthday because we were super close growing up. Okay. Yeah. And then has it changed to I just like that? Yeah. Like I got I got this I got the this Johnny Manziel money sign on my wrist, like the. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, there you go. That doesn't have any meaning. <laughs> you just did it. <laughs> yeah. But I Sweet. left I left it negative space, so in case I don't want it anymore, we can just black that out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. We're going to talk more about um, tattoos later, but yeah. for Tattooed and Successful, tell, some of the, tell the listeners what's the meaning behind the brand or why did you start the brand in the first place? Well, so my buddy and I started, his name is Jay Taylor. He used to own Jack City Fitness here in Boise off Franklin by Bishop Kelly. Yep. 
Um, so him and I used to train together and we both were completely covered in tattoos and we, we just got a lot of flack from our families about like, like he already owned a business, but how can you be successful with this? And the name kind of just flowed. Hmm. Like it was around the time I was leaving the company I was working for to start my own thing. Jack city was blowing up and we were like, we're doing good things. And we're, we plan on just completely being blasted with tattoos. And we're still going to do good things, you know, like right. you, that's not Jay's super religious guy, awesome man of faith, great family, everything. But he's covered in tattoos like he can still do great things. And he was a great example of that. So that was really where we started from. And then it quickly grew into just a like we grew into kind of a mission statement and like this, I don't know, social crusade type of thing initially is what we started. But then it kind of grew into just like this kind of movement people just liked having a brand that wasn't right now it seems like every brand that comes out has something to do with fitness okay and and both of us him and i both worked out a lot but it was cool to have a brand that was just just like a chill streetwear brand that a cool logo and stuff like that you know it's like the the thing i talk to everybody about is nike is an athletic brand that was built for the best athletes in the world yet the biggest person on the planet probably has some nikes yeah. And they probably have a Nike hoodie because sh- they come in like 5X. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> yeah. They ain't dunking, but. <laughs> but they're still wearing it. But they're still wearing it. That shows like people kind of lock their brands down to something so specific. And so that's kind of what we did initially. And that's still what our backbone is. But we've grown into a brand. And that's been the coolest thing, I think, is we've grown into a brand where people are like, I like your mission, but I like your stuff a lot more. Like your your apparel's good stuff. The message is cool. The imprints are cool. The logos are cool. And so it's just kind of grown into that. That's awesome. Yeah, especially with this new break the mold thing we started. Um, I got a little bit of OCD. So instead of spelling out break the mold, I did B-R-K-T-H-E-M-L-D. Yeah. You know, 333. Yeah. I don't know why. It just, it looks good. You did. It does yeah. look good. It, it looks does. good. So, it looks really good. Yeah. So that kind of became like an off brand of Tattooed and Successful. Okay. And that's almost done just as good as the brand itself. Cause that, you don't even have to have tattoos and you agree with it. Right. Yeah. So then it grows onto that whole, it's just a badass brand that I like wearing. Yeah. That's great. I mean, Zach and I have been on this journey together of, trying to be great, trying to do something different. And at times it made people uncomfortable and yeah, all that good stuff. But it is breaking the mold, stepping outside of whatever you yeah. normally do. But isn't do. that kind of like the most fun part? Yeah. Yeah. Doing something different. Just doing something different and not like literally saying F you, but like in a way just like, I don't really need to do whatever you say. I can kind of do my own thing. Yeah. Like whatever that thing is. And so that was one driving force yeah. For you. Yeah. Because Jay and I had always kind of been like, yeah, that's really cool. You think we should do it that way, but we're going to do it our way. I love it. Because that's going to work just as good. And I promise I'm going to make it work. <laughs> you know, like if it doesn't work, I'm going to figure out a way that it does work. And you said we were talking a little bit earlier that you've gone through the um, trademark process. Yep. And all that stuff. Yeah. And I, that was something I, I mean, I still don't know. You told me and I'm still confused on it. But yeah. Talk a little bit just for those people, and even for us as the side yard, how that how you go about doing that, or the basics and the challenges and all that. Yeah, good so stuff. 
I mean, it's so easy now with with social media and with drop shipping companies um, to just create a brand and get it up. And the drop shipping company will create your website for you. They'll create your they'll even create your logo for you. And so you can replace another brand really quickly if that's not trademarked. Huh. And so when we started, before we even made the website live, we trademarked Tattooed and Successful, and then we trademarked our, we call it our trademark logo, is our TNS in a square. Yeah. And it was just to protect ourselves from these these companies. I think the biggest one's called Redbubble. And literally, you could draw a circle with a line through it, submit it to them, and start selling shirts to somebody across the world through this drop shipping website. And they call their their designs are submitted by artists. And so it's this artist selling platform for these people to submit shirts through. Hmm. And so, yeah, the trademark, it's, it's kind of an annoying process. And because so many people are starting brands, like, you know, everybody knows somebody that owns an apparel company. It seems huh. like now. Yeah. And so the trademark office has made it much more difficult to get trademarks because of so many brands coming out. So they want to make sure brands are real brands versus just cool ideas that somebody threw on a shirt. Interesting. But yeah, the trademark process is kind of it is kind of crazy because they want they want you to show that you are a true brand, not an art on a shirt. Yeah. So by true brand, you gotta be basically like on a hang tag or you gotta be on a label or you gotta be on signage or something like that where it's used specifically for your company's well-being or or success versus just another design yeah. that you're putting out as a company. Now, how serious, like, we have the side yard. Yeah. How important is that for for us? Do you think, like, yeah, you should go do that just to ensure your, your brand or, or well, what you do? I think you guys are probably good not doing it because you're not trying to sell anything. Yeah. You know, like, you guys are irreplaceable in terms of hosting the show. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we're not we're not out trying to yeah. make a living off of our brand, right? Um, I mean, if it does do that, it's still like I bet Joe Rogan's podcast, which is the most successful one on on yeah. Apple right now, I think. Yeah, I bet his isn't isn't trademarked. Really? No, because you can't replace him. He's True. not trying to sell. I bet some of his t shirts that he sells are trademarked. Yeah, but the Joe Rogan podcast isn't because you can't replace him. Right. Like you, nobody else. If somebody can, else put it up, then they're like, "This isn't your room." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, me. Yeah, so it's like if somebody put somebody else did the side yard, they'd be like, "What is this? This isn't the side yard. This is, some, yeah. this is the, the left yard." That's right. It's the crap yard. I love that. All right. So, what's been your favorite part of this brand of tattooed and successful? Uh, I think it's been the community kind of team camaraderie type of thing because. Um, when we started, we, we started with me and Jay, um, a couple people he knew. And then my homie was a photographer, just starting his photography business, which as a side note, uh, has grown into his own. Now he has his own business. He, re he quit his other job and he gets to do just photography here in Boise, here in Boise. Let's yeah. plug him. Jason McAdam, Jason McAdam, ex bodybuilder, superstar dad photographer love it yeah and what type of photography just he does he does anything or? but he's okay. really good at portrait nice. really good at portrait i mean he i've seen him do sports photography for like local high schools doing football and stuff like that but but he's really good at just portrait so any, he, any of the portraits you've seen of like mine on my yeah. own ig that's him 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does good work. He's really good. So he literally was just starting photography business, and him and I were homies. And so we used him as our, our photographer, and that helped him grow his own business, which was kind of a cool thing of, like, our shit grew and his own shit grew, and that, and then he was able to branch off and quit. Roos, he was a server down at Roos Chris, biggest, yeah. biggest server on earth. But <laughs> the dude's stacked, man. He's really? like 6'4", ex-bodybuilder. He's just jacked. Okay. But he's a server. Like, he'd rip his shirt, like, every weekend. Well, even now, as a, like, <laughs> I the don't think of photographer a, as a photographer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so funny. That's cool. Yeah. And so he's super sleeved up. Uh, Darcy from Chalice yeah. did his whole sleeve, or most okay. of his sleeve, and it's super badass. That's awesome. But yeah, I think the favorite part has been just kind of the gang that we've grown organically with people the way people reach out to us a lot of people reach out to us like we're another brand like hey i'd love to be a promoter for you guys like send me some stuff and i'm like yeah that ain't how it works like honestly like i have so many people that just buy everything that we drop and just send me photos like i'm not gonna pay you to send me stuff yeah we have like an organic reach community team whatever like we don't have to pay for people to do shit for us how many people do like say hey i'm I'm super cool. Give me your stuff, and I'll take a picture of me. Five times it. a day. Really? Yeah. Are any of them influencers or oh, have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. All you're the time. still like, no, I'm good. Yeah, we're good. I love that, man. Well, like, we had this one. Her name's Presley. She's okay. out of Montana. Super cool girl. I wouldn't have never met her in person, but she's super cool anytime I've talked to her on Instagram or on text or whatever. She's an ex-firefighter out of there, out of okay. Montana. I think she's out of Billings. And she got fired from her firefighter because of her Instagram. She had hmm. some like popping her booty at the gym type stuff. Nothing bad. Okay. Like, like compared to the rest of Instagram, like not, not yeah. bad, not okay. bad at all, <laughs> but was fired for her, for her, uh, her personal her, social her, media, yeah, her social media. Damn. And so she's suing the fire department up there and she was on TMZ and some other, did stuff. they have really? like and, legit rules or were they just like, we don't like this and fired her. Like the, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it's it was. Crazy. I think it's crap either way. Hmm. Well, like it's, it's interesting how all sorts of companies have social media policies now. And yeah, it's for this sure. Big part of like day one of training or yeah. something. But um, and I, and I get that. And that makes sense and everything. But like it's outside of the workplace. Right. Like. I don't yeah. know how much you can like if you start policing people outside of the workplace, you better start policing everybody outside of the workplace. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think what more, I'm thinking think is, more, like, did they have an official policy that she broke or something? Or, I highly or doubt fire if, departments have social exactly, media policies. Exactly. No, they can't. Yeah. So it's like the Those chief dudes, like, or whoever drink looks beer at and it go and to the gym. like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> but go yeah, after, you're telling me but, in, Monta like in Montana the dudes don't just drink Coors Light and go to the gym? That's all they They uh, do that while they're at their station. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. Maybe. But See, no, now, so that's what's been cool is she's got over 100,000 followers, and she just... Like, I was like, hey, if we send you some stuff, do you think you'd post for us? She was like, I love your brand. Like, hell yeah, no worries. That's awesome. I know she charges other brands to post, but, like, she's like, no, your shit's cool. That's great. And that's what's been cool is, like, we get so much just – we get a lot of people that that are influencers, and they actually buy our stuff and then just send us photos. Like, hey, I paid for a photo shoot in your brand, and here's some free photos. That's awesome. And so we get all this organic content that just blows up on our page that I don't have to boost, I don't have to do anything because of the community organic reach that it gets from these influencers or just 
random people. Like one of our most popular posts ever was a nurse down at St. Luke's. Her name's Clarice. She ended up modeling for us later. But she was just a nurse and posted a picture at the end of her shift. Like the girl's dog tired, works graveyard. Mm-hmm. Got her stethoscope on and her badge on. But she wore one of our, our long sleeves to work. And the thing just blew up on our page. Really? Because there's this exhausted nurse at the end of the night. And so many people are like, I get that. Like, I feel that. Like, I, I got a friend that's a nurse. I am a nurse, you know? So we got all this organic reach from that. It, it, that's the shit that's cool. It's when you see people that, like, didn't mean to grow it, but organically just did. That's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. And the I think, like, ours isn't a brand in the same league by any means but i do like it when friends will say oh i saw somebody at the coffee shop in a side yard shirt or Whoa. hat yeah. i didn't know who they were and yeah. it's kind of like they just think that friends have it but there's a lot of people that have it and it's just cool to see yeah. you know somebody mention hey yeah side yard I that is cool matt sent me a picture of someone <laughs> at the uh, uh whole foods sent it to me and i was like oh that's kelly cross She's rocking her gear, and he's like, oh, okay. So yeah. I sent that over to Lauren, who's been on, and that was Davis's mom. And <laughs> she sends it to her mom. She's like, where is this guy? I want to meet him. <laughs> because funny. she's been listening to him, and so it was cool. Like, yeah. people are starting to see other people. That's kind yeah. of fun. Are you starting to, um, or not starting to, but do you have uh, people from other countries that are yeah. in the mix as well? Yeah, we sent some nice. stuff to Europe. We sent some stuff to Australia. We sent some stuff to Canada. Um, not a lot, but we do get a lot of traffic on the website from it, which is kind of weird. Interesting. But yeah, I would still say we're pretty like 98% domestic, which is fine. I don't care. No, that's yeah. great. I well, love and I'm excited he- to do get tattooed by that Steve Butcher guy in, in August and he's from New Zealand. So maybe we can get a New Zealand plug. That'd Heck cool. yeah. Get him some stuff and we're right back to New Zealand. Tell us more about what's so his yeah, name? Steve, Steve Butcher? Butcher. Yeah. He's out of Corona, California. Um, and he's like the portrait guy in the world. Like the dude's so talented. It's crazy. Like if anybody wants to look up some wild portraits, type in Steve Butcher on Google, Instagram, anything. Okay. Like he has this one of Denzel from training day that is just wild. I love portraits are incredible. Portrait tattoos. Yeah. Like he has some like John Wick ones. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm a huge Kobe fan. I went to a game when I was 10. Um, I think it was 10 or 11. I got to see Kobe's last game against Jordan. Jordan was on the Wizards oh, at this nice. time. So it was, it was. That's huge. Still washed up Jordan, but still Jordan. Still Jordan. I don't care if it's Jordan in a suit now playing City League. <laughs> Jordan was I'd still pay, doing I'd some pay, crazy stuff that He last dropped 25. Year. Yeah. yeah. I'd pay a G to watch Jordan play in City League right now. Yeah. I don't care. He He's, could have, he could have two points and 12 assists. I don't care. <laughs> but so I got to see, and Kobe dropped 56. Yeah. He was pulling up from Staples Center sign. That's awesome. Yeah, and so I went as a young like you're in that super spongy age, and Kobe's going off, Shaq's dunking on everybody, the streamers blow out from the rafters. I was sold. It was over. I was like, I'm a Lakers fan for life. Really? That was the end. Yeah. That's, so yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you're getting something Kobe inspired. Yeah. So I'm getting a. I'm gonna get uh, Kobe as number eight and Kobe as number twenty four. So two separate portraits on my thigh because I wanted to use the most surface area. Yeah. So that you don't have the distortion of the, the portrait. So, yeah, because I'm starting my leg sleeve this year. Ooh. Yeah. Full leg. That's going to be fun. Ankle to thigh. How? So how long 
all full like front and so back. we're doing 18 well yeah i'm gonna do front and back all oh. yeah all the way to the cankle <laughs> which is a cankle <laughs> but yeah so and but i've got 18 hours of steve two days two days split two days how are you gonna do do I don't you, know, man. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to. You got to bring some beef jerky. We got to bring some. We're gonna bring something to eat to oh, make it not hurt as bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something what, good for to eat. for both of you? What what was the most painful spot that you uh, had tattooed so far? Back, back, back. Okay, for sure. A specific yeah. part of the back, or just like the whole my thing? like like honestly, like your kidney love handle. Oh that shit yeah, hurt. I oh I bet. Yeah, Dang. like right there. Yeah, that hurt. Mine was. Uh, when they were coming up into oh, yeah into the armpit inside of the arm there. because it's yeah. it's I mean it's soft it's, skin but then if they like they'll hit it and then they'll come back later with mm-hmm. white or something and those are the times when it the it starts run. in your like lower spine and you yeah. feel it come all the way up your neck when top you th- of your head yeah when you think oh. it's done and then they come back and hit it because your brain is shut off that that's not gonna hurt again and they come back and hit it again you're like whoa it's like raw skin getting yeah. oh man yeah. so that inside that's, that one's way high on mine too yeah, yeah that inside part is that one that's the only i've heard ribs are bad but nothing on the legs right now zach so I got this is your first leg first what's leg. your thoughts on leg you think that'll be i don't know how thigh is gonna be i honestly wish it was on my right thigh because i can't feel that thigh which is a whole nother story which we're gonna get into. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm. So I kind of want to switch it to the right thigh, but I want all left side done. Okay. So left arm, left leg. Okay. But so the the numb leg. Might, that would be better. That might be better. <laughs> I think my next one. So I'm going full full sleeve. My next one's gonna start off with a very realistic portrait style tiger. Okay. Like Who you haven't do that full forearm. So there's a there's a guy here in town named Tyler. Tyler Andrews. Yes. He's good. And so I don't have anything by him, but he's good. Yeah. I know and so is. he's the one that I'm I'm looking to get. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. uh where's he out of now? Uh oh shoot. I can't remember. It's off of Fairview. Okay. Old soul? No. Have and hold. Okay. Um and so he posted a while back that he wasn't taking any new clients this year. Oh damn. But I also talked to him before the year when he was like, uh, Oh, hit me up at the beginning yeah, yeah, of the year. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to push that back and say, hey, you told me to call. I got a job for you. I'll sit like and see yeah. if he'll go. And so what I'm gonna have him do is that and then go back and kind of fill in the rest of the arm. Mm-hmm. Over Who did the, the rest course. of your arm? Eddie Ramirez at okay. um Chalice, Chalice now. Yeah. And then the heart was done by Angel over in Fruitland. Um he did he did good. Like I'm gonna have for Fruitland. For Fruitland, I'm gonna have uh, Tyler. This or, is interesting. I've never heard of somebody say I'm going to Fruitland to get a yeah, tattoo. Yeah, I know people so, that got some from Payette, and that's interesting. So I went to him because he was a friend. He was a friend of a friend who had done a bunch of her stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that that's great." And he does bigger stuff. Uh, okay. And so, but I'm excited to have Tyler go in and kind of re-texturize yeah, it, yeah, put yeah. some shades in it, darken it up a little bit. So yeah. Uh, that's hopefully in this next little bit. We'll see how I'll probably talk to my principal about it because teachers coming in with full, like mine's okay right now. And one of my other buddies at school just got one done. And there's a lady at school that has kind of outside of her arm done, but you wear short sleeves to shirt to school, right? Oh yeah. So what's the difference? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It goes low. 
But it's not any different. It's showing. So how far does it show that's the difference? Exactly. It's well, all it's just, a it's tiger. Just, it's just a it's just a social thing. It it's is so weird. And it's so weird that you can like people are like they're like I'm only going to get half sleep. I'm like why? Because you're they're right. like they're like because be, I'm a first grade teacher. Yeah, well, the, well the, a lot of people get it because they're like well then it won't show. I'm like what are you what are you wearing? Like you don't like you don't wear a short sleeve shirt. Like yeah. you got the longest short sleeve shirt on earth. If yeah. You, if it goes to your elbow, it's going to show. So what's the difference between going to your wrist? It, yeah, it isn't. So one, they but it's just a thing. Like it's just a it thing is. in people's head. It's they so won't weird. Say, they don't say, "Oh, it won't show at work," or or this or that. They'll just say it won't show at all. Yeah, because don't they? That was a big thing with me was getting show? my hands done. Yeah, like I've started to get my hands done, and that's a big one. That is a big one. Yeah, because I go, to, I sit on my dad's uh, board meetings at his at his company. Oh, really? Yeah, and so I'm in a in a suit, but the hands are sticking out. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And See, and fun. it's and you watch me, the dudes just look at your hand. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, yeah. It's never it's never the kids. It's always the adults. Yeah. Parents, adults, like kids think it's cool. Kids don't say anything about it. Um, it, it would just be the upper. But there's a few principles that have started few ladies that have kind of that half sleeve yeah, and yeah. wear, you know, like tank top or something. So it's it's becoming more like you can see yeah. it more within but education. Make sure when you go to talk to the principal, you have the tattooed and successful shirt on. I probably and will. And then plug. that like helps with the conversation a little bit. Give her yeah. a business card. There you go. So <laughs> him, her. Him. When you go down to um, Steve Butcher, are you going to... Give him your stuff. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give him one of everything. Because I mean, that's a huge. That's oh, it's a, a huge, huge plug. Thing. Yeah, he's 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 so big. He's got. I think he's got over a million followers. And then his wife girlfriend has over a million followers because she's yeah. like a tattooed model. I was gonna ask you Shoot. how hard was it to get in with them because Dusty's saying this guy yeah. locally said, "Hey, no more clients this year." And does that just mean he he's so booked with the people he has? No. Well, and then this guy's super successful. How hard was that? Well, he's <laughs> Steve's uh, outrageously expensive, I and bet. but at the same time, like if you can respect art, I don't think he's outrageous. Now, okay. if you told someone that doesn't have a tattoo how much he is, that would be different. But it'd be his, different. His portraits are you his, don't you don't want to go to a cheap dude yeah. for portraits. No, like you want someone who knows what's up. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. Like he's he's so talented, it's like disgusting. Like I, I wish I have no remote art artistry in my brain skills yeah. whatsoever but, but he can take it yeah i mean he's in, it's yeah. incredible yeah it's wild like he's so talented it, it doesn't look real it looks like a laser jet printer did it on, his, on your arm That's but it ain't cool. coming off yeah which is awesome yeah and i tyler who i'd like to go to he's he, good he does good especially yeah. wildlife that's why i'm going but to if him you tell if you tell any artist steve butcher they're gonna be oh shit oh that guy that that's that's the legend that's like he travels sweet. the world to tattoo and you don't book hours you book days with him that's so what you, i like you got and you got to put a deposit a hefty deposit to even get on his books Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hefty. So you, you did what was required to get on the books. Uh-huh. And so Hefty. now you're set. Yeah. Now let's uh let's go into the injury. The why your the right leg don't work. Doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna ask in your bio you talked about uh playing college basketball. Yep. So tell us a little bit about that and then so, like let's Yeah. I uh so out of in high school I was I was a I was a good hooper. I wasn't great. 
But I was a good hooper. I, I have the rec I have the scoring record at Timberline. Okay. Boise. Yeah. So I was good. I thought I was way better than I was. Like I was an asshole. I was bad. <laughs> I was just terrible. I was not, I was not a good kid. I didn't go to class. I thought I was cool. I, I wasn't cool. So I ended up going to junior college. So I went to CSI and Twin. Left mm -hmm. left CSI. Went to NIC up in Coeur d'Alene. Left Coeur d'Alene. Well, after CSI, I went to Boise State for seven days. Then went to NIC. <laughs> then came back and finished at College of Idaho for three years, where I played for a coach that was awful. And then my last year, I played for a really awesome coach. Okay. So I've always played hoops. I never played football. But after college, uh, my girlfriend at the time's sister's husband, was, who is like a Greek God. Greek God. Yeah, it's stupid. The dude doesn't work out and is just stupid jacked. But anyways, <laughs> plug to Mitch Gammon. Um, <laughs> he was like, you need to come play football. Like, it'll be easy. Like, you're a freak athlete. Because I had a, in college, I had a 45-inch for, for a white dude. That's pretty good. That I mean, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. So I could always <laughs> jump. I was just small. I was a hooper. Like, people think hoopers, like, weigh all this. Like, they're just so big. But, like, I was 6'3 and played at 175, 185. Okay. Because you're running at like 3% body fat. Like you run miles. So yeah. anyway, so he wanted me to come play football. So I decided to come play football with them in this. It's like the semi-pro league here in Idaho. It's called the ICFL, Idaho Contact Football League. No idea what I was doing. Had to get help to put on my pads, which a bunch of people still give me crap about. Because I, <laughs> I didn't know how to put on pads. I didn't know how to do the straps. And like, why should you? I mean, yeah. You like play. it was so normal to them. I'm like, that's cool. You guys have done this for 12 years, but you can't do a pick and roll. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there let's you go. go. Let's go hoop after. So did you have to do a tryout with them or basically the recommendation from? From the homie? Yeah. yeah no, it, they did like like the beginning of every season for these rec semi-pro leagues is kind of like an ongoing open tryout. Like every week there's new dudes showing up Okay, oh. to play. And I'm sure at a certain point they need bodies. Like, yeah, they do. Well, actually, or... I don't know. Yeah, to a certain extent. But you'd be surprised how many dudes would like to suit it up on Saturday and hit somebody. Yeah. yeah. Like, no I've played with dudes that are in their 50s, and I've played with kids that are played high school and it just ended. Really? Wow. Yes. Yeah, so we're talking like 30 year age difference between players in the league. It's pretty wild. That's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty wild. But so I came and played. I had no idea what position to play. Tried like running back, safety, tight end. Ended up setting on receiver because it was the easiest transition from basketball to football. Mm hmm. And the quarterback and I knew each other, and he was like, I want you to play there because I know you can jump, so I can just chuck it and you go get it. So I did that. Did good the first year. Won newcomer of the year, broke a bunch of receiving records. Next year, had a kind of a down year with a terrible quarterback. Then switched teams the next year to the Black Tide. Uh, was MVP of the league and was playing against a bunch of guys that had played college ball, like at Boise State, Idaho State, uh, some California schools. And they are like, hey, you should really go try to actually go play, like, indoor Canada somewhere. So, um, I had just had a son was going through a divorce, um, but moved down to Salt Lake city. Um, cause I knew I had friends that had gone to BYU and played football and like, they all trained at this training facility down there called P one performance one. Okay. So I will like hit them up and I was like, Hey, I'm moving to Utah to train. And they even like, to this day were like, we thought you were like a joke, like this Hooper never played football. Like what the hell is going on? Like. It's just some kid that's got enough money that can pay for training, blah, 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 you know? So I showed up and just tested through the roof, like, with everything. So mm -hmm. 
Like vert was good. 40 was good. Bench was good. Cause when you go to these open tryouts, they don't have you do bench, but we thought I might get an NFL supplemental draft okay. thing, which they do make you bench at. So we were training to do bench. Okay. But we did all the other stuff, 40 vert shuttle pro agility, all that stuff. And I was testing really good. So then we submitted all these videos and got an agent. So I got an agent out of Chicago, Brian Brundage. Got an agent, and then I started getting these workouts. So I was working out for the Rough Riders out of Canada, uh, Red Blacks, Alouettes, BC Lions. Worked out for all of them, and then I got an invite from the Spring League out of Texas. And the Spring League, most people know because Johnny Menzel went and played in it. Okay. And so that was cool. So I got to go down there. So I was in talks with Montreal Alouettes to go. I was on a, the three-year contract is what they're going to offer me. But they're like, we want to see you in person. We want to see you get hit for two weeks. See, like, how your body holds up. Because I was a 28-year-old wide receiver that had never played. Okay. That's not not real attractive. <laughs> it's not a good <laughs> stock to buy. <laughs> you know, the dudes had five knee surgeries. Like, eh, I don't know. So I went down to Spring League, and day two was running a corner route. And just I was just running and just gassed it to catch up to the ball. And I honestly felt like I got shot in my right, like, hip groin. Really? So caught the ball, double toe tap to keep both feet in bounds threw the ball back and the, you had so much adrenaline. Like I was really nervous at these, at the, at this spring league. Like all these dudes are from like university of Texas, Baylor, USC, like all this shit. Or yeah. they're from the league. Like Sean Oakman was there. Sean Oakman's the like build your own player from Baylor that had the rape yeah. allegations. Yeah. Just yeah. stupid. Yeah. 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 He was six, nine, like two eighty five at like, yeah, they didn't have pads that fit him. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so I've never seen a bigger person in my entire life. Um, so I, I ran this corner around and it just felt like I got shot. And so I went to the trainer and I, I told them what happened. They gave me some ice and I was sitting there in my, in my hotel room with my, uh, roommate who played at Louisville and I'm icing and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I was like, this ice ain't cold. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like your leg is like red. And I just felt my leg and I couldn't feel my hand on my leg. So I had no feeling from like the top of my underwear line on my waist all the way to my calf was just really? gone. Just on that side. Just on my right side, gone. Like, like if you ever had a nerve block for surgery, it was like that. Like I really? could pinch my skin wow. as hard as I wanted and the shit was gone. So I called my agent and he's like, yeah, you got like your shit. Like, <laughs> something's bad. <laughs> like we're putting you on a flight. Like we'll get you back to Utah and we'll get it all figured out. So I called my like body trainer that was like helping with like stretching and all that stuff and he was like you got you definitely tore your groin you probably tore some other stuff and you probably have a sports hernia too which is like a hernia is that most people think is like poked a hole in a bag sports hernia is like a general shredding of the area hmm. it's different easier and worse in different ways but anyways so I flew back to utah got an mri and then they flew me out to san jose and i had the surgery and in the surgery what they did is they cut my adductor off my pubic bone and moved it into my hip and reattached it. They reattached part of my hip flexor to my like hip bone. Okay. And then they went in and tried to help my femoral nerve, like with a repair and release on it because I damaged my femoral nerve. Just like, from running, just, just from, from trying to catch up to the ball. Yeah. Just from gassing Jeez. it. Right. What was your recovery time for that? Uh, that was in April of 2019. My groin still hurts. So Really? So we're coming up on a year. Yeah. It still feels like shit. 
Really? <laughs> yeah, like I just can't hammer. Like there's a difference between running and just hammer down. Like right. I can't hammer down. Okay. Oh, it'll just pop. And then it goes, and then I'm bruised from my groin to my knee. Oh. But yeah, so now I have feeling like mid-thigh up. I don't have anything. But I got calf to mid-thigh now. Okay. I got that back. There you go. So, but, it, but on the outside of my thigh, I can't feel it at all. Whatsoever. So that tattoo probably would do better. Yeah, on that it's but just wild. That it's is crazy. Basically, like they're like you just applied so much torque at one step that it just popped, and there it went. But this dude does like his office was just jerseys, really? like just all these football jerseys. So he does. He did yeah. it, and he did it well. Yep. It's just gonna take time to heal and time to yeah, and I'm up. a little older. And... Yep. Yeah, it just don't don't heal the right way. And I kept tweaking it, trying to rush it back, and so that doesn't help. So what did the what did the Alouettes or some of the football teams do? Well, what they said was time? they were like, if you can get healthy and get to training camp, like if you can hold up in training camp, we'll sign you. Okay. But I couldn't even get to where I could run ten routes in a row. Really? Mm-mm. It just pop and blow again. And it was stupid because I'd go into a squat at like 400 pounds and just blow out of the hole and feel great. And then I'd go run routes and tweak. Huh. I'm like, what? Like, we couldn't, we could not, with my trainer and PT guy, we could not figure out how to get it to where it wouldn't tweak. And when it would tweak, was it the same amount of pain or just a quick little... It would just um, it would just reduce it by like fifty percent. Like strength was gone. Your brain dang. was shutting off all that muscle activity. It was awful, dude. It was awful. It hurt so bad. That sucks. We've both yeah. had some injuries, and it's no fun. And yeah. especially if you're into some thing like you're an athlete, like yeah. this one. I mean, you're training to yeah. do something specific, but, and it just slows you down. Yeah, it it's sucks. rough. The the whole point of going to Utah though was to see if I could play. And I figured yeah. that, like, I could play. My body didn't want to, but I could play. Like, I'd go to these workouts and be the only, like, not to be, like, all my homies. Like, I was the only white dude playing the skill position every time I went. Huh. They're like, what do you play? Like, like tight end, linebacker? I'm like, no, I play, well, I play wide out. Like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah, because they're all like, Go that way. <laughs> they're like, what the hell? Like, you look like a tight end. Because I was just a big receiver. Like, I weighed, I'd, my last one I did for... The Rough Riders, I weighed in at, at 232 and ran a 4.5. There you go. Which is good for a big white dude. <laughs> what, what would the um, guys, you said they were coming right out of college, so they're like, what, 20, 21, 22? Yeah. And what would they say when you would tell them, oh, I never played in I usually didn't say it. I usually didn't say it until like the the end of the workout. Oh, okay. Yeah. They'd be like, where you like, because they'd all be repping their gear, right? And I just had some some Nike Pro stuff on. Like, where'd you play? Like, you from like tech, you play at one of the Texas schools or like you a Juco guy just trying to go straight to the league or whatever? I was like, (laughs) no, I'm like a 28 year old Hooper. (laughs) Like, I never played before. (laughs) I played like some wax semi pro back in Idaho. Like, what? Really, it was fun. It was that's some, awesome. It was some fun conversations to have with people. I love it. That's yeah. so good. Um, all right, we're gonna get ready to get into uh, winners and losers. Do you have your? Yeah, you got losers or you got winners too? I got losers and winners. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, well, before we get into that, I am gonna do some updates. We have a uh, March Madness coming up, side yard March Madness. So every game we show out in the side yard. Which I need to take you out to. Yeah. You see it. It's pretty sweet. I heard it's glamorous. It's very glamorous. Uh, So we're going to watch games out there. 
And then we have the fourth annual uh, side yard Easter egg hunt. Oh, okay. You're going to have to bring your son out for that yeah. one. Uh, we just, we invite He's a like, monster. anyone to come out and we just have a great time. I think we've, we topped out at like 80 last year. Okay. And uh, we just put eggs out and we have a little kid hunt, a middle kid hunt, a bigger kid hunt, and then we have an adult hunt. Okay. For prizes, okay, and so we're gonna we're gonna send you. We'll send Jamie an invite. Just yeah. get we just it's fun. I'm bringing the whole gang to get some families out, yeah. little kids out, play yeah. and and get to meet new people. It's always fun. We had some people last year. Their brother was in town. They're okay. like, "Hey, is it okay if we bring him?" Yeah, go ahead. My brother's over from. He was serving in in the military across, you know, in Europe or somewhere, and he was happened to be here. We're like, "Yeah, come on, bring it." So. Uh, and that's always fun. We always have some good, uh, party, good adult party gifts at the, uh, Easter egg hunt. What's been your favorite gift Um, over the years? Well, I like the good gifts where, you know, there will be the gag gifts, but then I like the ones that's like $20 gift card to like a somewhere hamburger place. Yeah. I think the, the most popular one is the hug from your favorite Hamlin. Oh yeah. That one's always a good one. That one's always there. And they always, <laughs> they never pick me. I don't know what's up with that. Haters. Someone. Did you um, me. tell Zach about the uh, bunny suit? The bunny outfit? Yeah. No, so I wear a bunny that outfit. It's pretty awkward. It's funny, though. <laughs> I wear a bunny outfit where it's like, I put it on so it looks like the bunny's carrying me on his oh. shoulders. But every year, and kids do this every year, the kids come up, that's just you wearing a costume. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's the Easter Bunny, really, and then they kick his legs. I'm like, stop! <laughs> yes, that's my me. Shin. Come on, idiot! <laughs> it's just, it's they, me. They go to hit the bunny, and then Dusty's laying on the ground, clutched <laughs> over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll break that out this year. I think I made Luke wear it last year. I'll wear it this year. Don't make me wear it. I'll break something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know if it fits. I'm gonna have the other leg numb. <laughs> that's right. They can kick the right leg. All oh, I want. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, those are coming up. We'll put that all on Instagram and stuff. But uh I'm excited for and March Madness. We've had a few I had a buddy over in Bend, um, Rob, say, Hey, we want to come over and watch some games with you guys. So make it happen, man. That'd yeah. be fun. I like yeah, it's it. gonna just be hang fun. Out there, it should watch. be a good tournament this year. We got some good stories from years past that we'll be sharing next week. Continue to email us if you want to be in the bracket challenge for the side yard. And the winner will definitely be announced on the podcast, but also we'll get some side yard gear. Oh, yeah. And just the bragging rights of being the best. Picture put up in the side yard for eternity. I think this year's going to be interesting. Like the whole college basketball this year, it seems like nobody can hold there's, on to There's the no clear one. Oh, yeah. Duke just lost yeah, again. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a good I think <laughs> a good I'm hoping one. for a year where there's a team like maybe that Butler team that, you know, had some more junior seniors and Cinderella. like they were just good. Yeah, yeah. Top to bottom. No, like at that point you didn't think, Oh, there's any superstar here, but um, maybe one of those colleges that has, have retained five seniors instead of the ones that are just freshmen one and, and done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to be so fun. We'll see. So we'll give our little updates on that in a few weeks, but so yeah. Zach, before we move to winners and losers, we wanted to give you the chance to tell all of our listeners how they can find your stuff 
anything that you want to plug. Yeah. We definitely appreciate you being here with us. Yeah, so we got tattooedandsuccessful.com. Got that domain. That one was a good one. Um, we got a big drop coming out soon. We got probably seven new products coming out. We're expanding the Break the Mold line, which has been really, really popular for us. Um, and then we're a Tattooed and Successful Co. on Instagram. On Facebook, we're just Tattooed and Successful. On Twitter, we're Break the Mold, B-R-K-T-H-E-M-L-D. So just at Break the Mold. Love and it. then on, on Pinterest, we're Tattooed and Successful. Pinterest? So, yeah. So what do you do on Pinterest? Nothing, but it helps your Google Analytics. I love that. Yeah, plug the Black Mansion marketing agency. Yeah, helping us with that. That's awesome. Yeah, Nick Ingram works for Black Mansion. He's a whiz. That's awesome. He's amazing. And you can always like that's where I go to find some tattoo. Like I go there. To yes. Find tattoos. Yeah. So it, honestly, like anybody that's starting their own a company, the more platforms you can get on, the more the Google gives you love. Okay. And Google loves good love. Good to know. There you go. I'll make that happen this week. Yeah. Well, let's do some winners and losers. We'll get it kicked off with Dusty. What do you have for us this week? All right. The winner this week has been weather. And I know that's a (laughs) stupid thing to say, right? Like, when you get old, everyone's like, oh, the weather. But it's been nice. Like, it's been nice to go outside and get some stuff done at my house. Yeah. Um, I hate working out in the, the rain. I love working out when it's sunny. I don't care if it's 40 and sunny. I'll still be out there. So that's been awesome for me this week. Um, losers, like this week, I don't, I don't really have a ton. I don't really have a big loser, except I'll jump on the bandwagon with the coronavirus. Not that that's a loser, but people are freaking out. So my wife went to Costco the other day. She was oh, no. like, there's no toilet paper. There's no broccoli. There's none of this. And so we're thinking people are just stocking up because they they're are. getting all scared to go outside. And so um, Here's I my, just, I don't know. Why do people buy bottled water when there's a virus? Does like, do they think their tap water becomes terrible? I don't I get don't, it. Is it the weirdest know. thing? Like, do you not know how to drink tap water? I don't yeah. get it. Why does everybody always do that? I don't know. They get the, the most random things. Yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of, I just, I hate when people freak out yeah. about things like this. Well, I think the virus is still the loser until it's contained more, though. Because yeah, what I mean, if it keeps go spreading? Then it's like, going to. At will. what point does it tip over the scale, and then that's the loser? It's I don't know when I get it. Some of the prepping stuff. Though, <laughs> I'm the teacher. I'm going to end up getting it at some point. I swear. Yeah. But jeez, I hope not. Well, I'll be all right. It's just the flu. Yeah, it's like a cold. And it's but a the bad thing is, flu. You the stay kids, inside for. A yeah. week and, and the kids but it's typically a bad don't flu get it either. That's made people freak out, like you're saying. I know. And the stock market tank. <laughs> Everything's and, yeah. Everything. So it's yeah. Me- I just don't media like. power. Yeah. Well, I'm on. I'm on a well. So Ooh. I got. Water hey, don't forever. tell people that, man. Oh, you're fancy. They'll they'll come and they'll yeah, get, they'll tap into. It. Yeah. Where's that <laughs> tap? When the where's city tap? when the city waters broke, they're they're coming here. Now soon, my winner's gonna be the hand pump that I'm gonna buy, so that when all the power goes out, I still get. Fresh oh, water. Yeah, you there you the go. You so just I'm gonna. I'll figure that fill out. Fill up <laughs> gallon jugs and sell yeah. like. What do you think a gallon jug of clean water would be in worst case scenario? We could pump it. that thing for days on end. Hundred dollars. Nothing would happen. But you can't buy anything with hundred dollars, so you just start bar- bartering. Bartering. Bitcoin. 
As I do, as I have Bitcoin, as soon as everything goes down. I'll yeah. take some Bitcoin. Yeah, take, sell water for Bitcoin because it's going to be so low. If we get to that point, <laughs> then it's going to blow up. There you go. Yeah. So Just that's my I don't know, side that's my yard loser. billionaire. Awesome. That's right. Hopefully. Okay, Zach, what do you have for winners, losers this week? My losers are two. I got two losers. Okay. Okay, first loser are the deputies of L.A. County Sheriff right now that are getting in trouble for sending the pictures of the victims of the the helicopter crash of Kobe and and his daughter and the other victims. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's bad, man. Like, you show up on a scene and you take pictures of people that are mutilated and send it to your other deputies. Like, purely because you knew it was Kobe Bryant. Like yeah, that's messed yeah, up. That's, that's messed up. And the second loser is the the Lori Daybell Valo, whatever you want to call her, the one out of Eastern Idaho that her kids are missing. Like she's a yes. super loser. She's a yeah. And do you hear about like there she's like a part of like some they're... cult? It's oh, like yeah. some cult yeah. where people just like vanish. Yeah, even her yeah her yes. brother in law did or was it her brother brother her brother in law like murdered her ex and then that dude died and then that dude miraculously died and then. Dude, the weirdest one was I saw is that there was a drive-by attempted in Arizona that yeah. was the car of her. Re, the car was registered to the guy she's married to now. Yeah. Way back when she was married to the other guy before they moved from Arizona to Idaho. Dude, that's all messed Netflix up. Netflix docuseries for sure. I hope so. Yeah. That would be incredible. Are there any updates now that she's been no, or in stuff, custody? No. They, they, just... they got some like they got some like doorbell footage of like the townhouses she lived in in Idaho Falls of the last time they saw the kid. Yeah, oldest. I saw that. Man, yeah, that's but that's rough. it. They got but, nothing on the kids. And no one's saying anything. She's not saying and anything. And she's not. No. Yeah, what the heck, dude? They can't get her to crack. Like, it, I guess it's some, like, I, like, I'm not plugged into the cult life, apparently. But apparently it's, like, some big cult. I figure you pull out a fingernail or two. She'd start, she'd start yeah. singing. <laughs> yeah, I know well, you can't do that, but. Well, we, got, we got a president in office that supports that. We didn't before, but. He probably did he something. Supports, he'd support some little minor, <laughs> what minor, minor torturing. Minor what do you pain? mean we didn't before? I just watched a movie on the Bush administration. No, I'm saying, saying Obama. Obama okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obama, but, Obama got dude, rid of all the torture tactics. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. That Bush and uh, more... I think if you Not did, necessarily Bush, but uh, Cheney, dude. Yeah, if you did something jacked up, you deserve to have a fingernail pulled out. <laughs> and it's they don't grow back. Come on. Yeah. We're <laughs> not going to do it for prisoners of war, but we're just using it on our own people if Why they do that, something just if, you met, if you mess with your like your own children, like you deserve a fingernail. You deserve no, something. No, you, need, you deserve a finger. <laughs> That's the tough part where innocent until proven guilty is like, it can be good in so many ways, but then on this one, it's like, There's oh, no can we just speed up to guilty? Yeah. Can we just go to the chair? Like, oh, just minor shocks until she tells the truth. That's exactly. right. Exactly. Nah. Then Who's my, your, your my winner? W- my winner is anybody. I love, like, like, the whole thing, if the water raises, the boat raises. I love yeah. when anybody jumps on their own new venture. Like, meeting you guys, you guys are doing this podcast. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I got... He's not my real little brother, but he's my little brother. Him getting his apparel business going, I'm super proud. Like, I love when people chase their own shit. Like, that shit fires me up. I yeah. love that. Those are winners to me. People that decide to do something to plug to myself, break the mold yeah. of, like, leaving their dumbass job and trying to do something. That That's cool to me. I love that. I love anybody that tries to do that. If you fail, that's way cooler than not trying. I love it. I need to tell my We were kids talking that. the other day about yeah. the podcast, and one of the things that's nice is just the creative side of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, 
trying different things or bringing on people and getting to talk to them, but it's a creative outlet. Yeah. And each I love week it. it's fun, you know, getting the next thing set up or, you know, building out who we're talking to. So, yeah, it's just way cooler to suck at something if you tried versus just like that. I can't just wonder if it would have worked. Yeah. To go for it. Yeah. I'd rather just fall flat on my face. Like I, I, I gotta go for shit. So like, this is at the it. end for you. Just because- send it. Yeah. Full send. Dude, full, full send. Full send. <laughs> for the brand. Yep. Oh, that's that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Okay, let's Zach, see what about you? Yes. So I'll go with loser first. My loser. You've had some losers from social media stuff or different things, and I found one this week, and I definitely wanted to go with it. But there's three people that died, so that part is Sucks. definitely terrible. But it's a influencer in Russia. Yeah. And um, it was at an Instagram influencer. And at her birthday party, um, there was dry ice thrown into a swimming pool. And so three, it ended up, three people ended up dying. It, it says the cause of death is still unknown. Um, but overall, it I don't know if it's necessarily burns, but it said that um, although the cause of death is not yet known, the vapor can cause elevated level of carbon dioxide in blood mm-hmm. when released in an yeah. inadequate um, ventilated space. So is that Darwin or is that so? Yeah, loser? right. <laughs> oh it's, man, that's crazy. Well, well the, and the thing that's it, there's still not a ton of details, but the thing that's rough about it is that the people I, I'm guessing they're somewhat friends or like they yeah. know each other, and whoever threw the dry ice in, I'm guessing isn't one of the ones that died. But now that they have that, maybe they're just doing like, the dry ice to make the pool look cool. Yeah, they think people are yeah, going to get maybe. in. Yeah, maybe it was probably a party effect. They're Losers like, oh, nobody because they have no knowledge of exactly. <laughs> what they're doing. Chemical balances. Yeah, yeah. So maybe. if that, that interests messed, you, that look it up and up. you can read more about it. I'm sure in the next couple of days there will be more details. Yeah, it is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then my winner, uh, kind of like with yours, Dusty, uh, with the weather being so awesome on Friday, I was able to take a half day off work and go golfing. And Ooh. so first time to get the clubs out in 2020, I went to Eagle Hills. Eagle Hills was a winner because the course, even though it's winter and we didn't get a ton of snow, like golfing in the winter, the grass is going to be yellow. It's mm. not going to look normal, but the greens were super nice. Um, the course was in really good shape for uh, it being February still. Yeah. So if I can go golfing in February and it wasn't too cold, it was really nice. It's probably fun to hang out with my friends. Yeah, it was nice. It ended up getting like to sixty three or something. I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Short sleeves and everything. So golfing was awesome, and look forward to some more. Well, better golf. I didn't play. (laughs) Oh yeah, I heard your front nine was pretty bad. Rough front nine. That's okay. Great great back nine. That's why they make a back nine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's why they did. That's why there's more room in your bag for more than one ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many Good did point. you lose? Well, that was the one of the worst things of the front side. Eagle Hills is tough because there's homes on mm-hmm. every hole, basically, on the left and right, or at least one or the other. So I had six out-of-bounds shots in the first nine holes. <laughs> so whenever you do that, that's not going to help your... Plus 12. <laughs> yeah, score. you're not going to yeah, do much. <laughs> exactly. Just on out-of-bounds shots. So like I'd have... A hole, and let's say I think I had one or two where it's like I had a bogey, but it would have been a par if I didn't put one into a house. So I was like <laughs> scrambling or recovering. Well. Window, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't have to take everybody's stroke 
by stroke through my <laughs> whole game. But I want to know how many, how many times you yell four. One, only okay. one <laughs> time for that. Okay, and that's a win. That is a yeah. win. And the, the guys didn't even move, and it ended up being pretty short of them. But I couldn't tell the yeah, distance based perception. on the angle. Yeah, um, I got a hold of that. I one. yell. <laughs> they kind of look up, and then it's like lands like thirty yards in front of them. They're like, okay, <laughs> precautionary. Uh, the wind that's was right. in my face. I swear. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, well, it hit a bird. Zach, we appreciate you um, coming on here. I think definitely a chance to maybe do a second episode because there's still way more that we could have talked about. Yeah, but we appreciate sure. your time tonight. And uh, we wanted to thank you for letting us know you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. This is a lot of fun. I like this. I could do this again for Let's sure. Let's do it again. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you.